is a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith They bring you the transparent truth, the world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent truth. Ha ha! Welcome, welcome. You're now listening to the transparent truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. It's the Friday matchup show. Not just the matchup show, it's the national matchup show. And we're going to do it how we've always done it. We're going to break it down position by position. We're going to predict some scores and predict some winners here on the Transparent Truth. But before we get to that, we got to remind you that every week we have a Sleeper of the Week. Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, now I'd like to bring in Max Preps, national football editor, the GOAT of football editing, Mr. Zach Puff. Zach, what's good? What's good, man? I'm glad I'm finally getting to, to jump on your show, man, and uh, chop it up, man. It's, let's be real, it's the best time of the year. Football's back. So. Come on, man. Football is back. You're on the truth. It's Coach Keith and Zach Puff, man. You know we're going to turn up. You know how we do it. <laughs> Ain't no doubt. Ain't no doubt, man. So, you know, Zach, the Transparent Truth going national was a big move for me. And the best way for me to go national is to talk national high school prospects, but talk national high school football games. And, man, the first week of the season this week, it all starts today on a beautiful Friday across the country. We have a slate of games that can rival any first week in the history of high school football. Is that fair to say? I agree with that 100%. And, uh, you know, this season, when it comes to national games, I have never seen so many out-of-state big-time games as much as this year. And they're coming out firing right off the bat. I mean, you got Modern Day Centennial tonight. You got St. Thomas Aquinas coming over from Florida to take on De La Salle. And uh, St. Francis Academy is big time out in the DMV in Baltimore. They're going down to South Florida to take on Miami Central on Saturday. So, I mean, the list goes on and on. ESPN's having a big time opening kickoff weekend. Best one yet I've seen. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, let's get started, man. It's the Friday national matchup show. Nobody's going to do it like Coach Keith does. And I got my boy Zach Puff <laughs> on the line. Let's get right to it, man. What do we got off? First game right off the bat. Who do we got and where is it played at? Um, you know what? Listen, Modern Day and Corona Centennial, they're probably two teams that are ranked higher. But I, I got my eye on St. Thomas Aquinas and De La Salle. Just, just the fact that you have those two prestigious programs, St. Thomas Aquinas, they got more guys currently in the NFL than any other high school. And they're traveling across the country to play national power De La Salle. I mean, this program's so big, they had a movie 
made about him. And it's going to be a big game. I mean, you got big-time recruits. You got Marcus Roseme for Aquinas. You got Derek Wingo. And De La Salle might not have the five-star, four-star talent. But one guy I got circled is Shamar Garrett. I, I think he's going to put on a show tonight and really show the world that he should be a four, maybe a five-star recruit. And then obviously, you know, modern-day Corona Centennial, Bryce Young, arguably not just the best quarterback in the country, but arguably, as you say, my man, the best player in high school football and just seeing what he did last year, especially that IMG Academy game and then the second St. John Bosco game followed by De La Salle. It's, you know, you, you got a good point. You can make a strong case that Bryce Young is not just the sauciest quarterback, but the best quarterback in high school football. And obviously, you know, modern day has got way more weapons than just Bryce Young. Corona Centennial, though, Corey Foreman, absolute beast. And uh, you can make a case Gary Bryan Jr. super underrated, even though he's a four-star. No question about it. I want to get to that St. Thomas Aquinas De La Salle game. A little bit of revenge on the line here for California football. As we know, or as as some of us may not know, the last time a California team played St. Thomas Aquinas, St. John Bosco, the defending national champion, state champion St. John Bosco team, led by, you know, Real Mitchell, super dual threat, a loaded defense led by, uh, you know, Chris Steele, who was a junior at the time. Jaden would be too. Jaden would be outstanding football team. Bosco was went down to South Florida, lost a tough matchup, nine to six, I believe, in overtime. Yeah. And now St. Thomas Aquinas travels to Northern California to place in, to face De La Salle, which is you know not even arguably the most storied high school football program in the world. In the world, yeah, De La hey, Salle Spartans. I, and, you know, these two teams locked up in 2011. Uh, some guy named Joey Bosa was putting on a show, and he led St. Thomas Aquinas to a 30-6 to win. So, you know, yeah, it was eight years ago, but that's the last time De La Salle played St. Thomas Aquinas. So it's got to be in the back of their head. They don't want to get embarrassed on national TV once again. I think this game's going to be close, but I love Aquinas' defense. I, I think they're going to beat another California team. And real quick, I just want to say this. If DJ Uyunglele would have played in that game against Aquinas, I think Bosco would have found a way to get that dub, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's fair to say. Definitely fair to say. Aquinas traveling, you know, 2,500 miles. I think that's going to take a little bit of a toll on yeah. their defense. De La Salle, though, has not been very explosive offensively. They have not been putting up big numbers in big games. Um, I got to think that this is St. Thomas Aquinas' game to lose. If they go out there making mistakes, creating a bunch of penalties, fumbling the football, turning it over, I think De La Salle could spring the upset. But my money is on St. Thomas Aquinas, the leader in high school football in terms of guys getting into the NFL, too much talent, too much ability, very good coaching, okay, I think they go to Northern California and they get the dub. I'm going to call it St. Thomas Aquinas, 31, De La Salle, 17. Okay, I I got to give a score to them. Mine's going to be a little closer. I'm going to go Aquinas, 17, and De La Salle, 13. I, I love Aquinas' defense, man, but I think Shamar Garrett might spring a player too. And uh, it's weird, though. The Spartans usually run heavy offense. This year they're going to throw it a little more. You got Darian Hell. At quarterback and Grant Daly, super underrated wide receiver, too. So it's going to be fun seeing De La Salle kind of throw the ball a little more. And the big problem with Aquinas, or I don't want to say problem, but the big question mark for them 
is under center at quarterback. So if you can find a way to stop the running game, I think that's going to give De La Salle a big chance to, uh, you know, even though they're at home, but pull the upset. You mentioned modern day Corona Centennial. We're talking about a rematch of last year's semifinal game. Of course, modern day blew out Centennial, led by five-star corner, number one cornerback in the world in the 2020 yeah. class, Mr. I agree. Number e- one, for sure. Elias Ricks with three pick sixes. They had another one, uh, I think, by Bryant, by Hunter late in the game. Young Hunter, who was a freshman last year. He's now a sophomore. Um, you know, talk to me a little bit about this game. Modern day, of course, we know Bryce Young. He's a superstar, unlike anybody else in high school football right now. But what about the Miles Morale, Corey Foreman matchup? You're talking about quite possibly the best offensive lineman in the country going against the best junior defensive lineman in the country, or maybe best player in the country yeah. in the 2021 class. Yeah, that's going to be. I don't know if you're going to find a better offensive lineman versus defensive lineman one-on-one scenario. I mean, we were talking about it before we actually went on air, talking about when IMG and Modern Day played. You got to see Miles Morrell going up against Nolan Smith. This is going to be kind of the same matchup. Nolan Smith probably a little more explosive. Of course, Foreman, you know, the strength there probably a little more than Nolan Smith might have had. But uh, it's going to be a big one. But the thing I'm looking forward to seeing is Modern Day's defense. I, I think they're going to they're going to show out, but they're young. You know, they they lost Elias Ricks who transferred to IMG. Darion Green Warren went over to Narbonne. But I, I think these young DBs are ready, man. You know, Jalen Davies is stud from 2021. And Damani Jackson, at the end of the day, he's going to be in the discussion for the best player overall in the class of 2022. And he's going to kind of get shoved in the spotlight, maybe a little more than he would have wanted, but I think he's going to be ready. And uh, Rajon Davis, man, he's going to be in the mix for number one player in 2021 also. He absolutely flies at the linebacker position. And, you know, Koba Fuamatu, I think he's going to have a big senior season. He's definitely one of the most underrated linebackers on the West Coast. And it's good. You get to test against Matt Logan's offense. Gary Bryant Jr., Aaron Smith, super underrated. Brandon Alvarez, nice receiver from 2021. Centennial's rolling out a couple of quarterbacks. So it's going to be a fun matchup, man. But uh, I'm going to go modern day 35-21. Modern day, 35-24. I'm anxious to see how quarterback Carter Freeland bounces back from last year's debacle. Carter, a great kid, terrific student, comes from an unbelievable family, and a good quarterback. Didn't have his best performance against modern day. Elias Ricks had something to do with that. But I'm looking forward to watching him bounce back and avenge last year's poor performance and come out, put his best foot forward. But still, I think modern day has too much. Bryce Young is as good as you're going to see at the high school level. He's got receivers outside, Cody Epps, C.J. Williams. You better look out for Kyron Hudson Ware. He's going to have a huge year, and I think this is his breakout game in game one. He's going to be big time, but they got a loaded offensive line. Not only Miles Morale at left tackle, but you got to remember, George Mikey Hahn at center dominated against IMG and a bunch of all SEC defensive tackles. George Mike Hahn, he's the anchor of that offensive line and he leads hey, Ty the Marks way. Ty Marks too, man. Ty Absolutely. Marks is stud also. <laughs> no question about it. Ty Marks as well. So, um, you know, I think Centennial is, is going to struggle stopping modern day. I don't see them getting very many stops. I see Bryce Young eating and eating early and often. I'm calling it big here for modern day, but I think 
you know, Centennial score some points. I'm calling it modern yeah. day 56, Centennial Ooh. 35. I like it, dude. So you definitely take the over. Yeah, take the over, man, if you want to get some bread. No, there's no question about it. Let's hey, real quick, the, yep. the main reason why we ranked modern day number one to start the year, yeah, Bryce Young is, you know, as good as any other quarterback, any other player. But the reason why I felt so comfortable putting modern day one was because I feel like their offensive line is the best in the country. And if you win in the trenches, yeah. you usually win games you're supposed to. So No question about it. And this offensive line has been together for, for four years now. I saw them yeah. as freshmen. And they've all stuck together, and they're ready to have a monstrous senior year. And you better look out. Modern day, um, they're going to be competing for a national title before it's all said and done. No question about it. Let's yeah. move on. What do we got next on the slate? There, hey, I, a game I got circled, man, and when this one got announced a, a few months ago, I couldn't wait. St. Francis Academy, they're the number two team in our top 25, Baltimore Power. They're going down to Florida to take on Miami Central. And, you know, Miami Central checks in at number nine in our top 25. This is a can't-miss game on Saturday. You know, it's re- recruits galore. Yes. And this one, you got Chris Braswell on the D-line for St. Francis Academy, the five-star Alabama commit. Yep. You got Jadavion Clowney's cousin also, DeMond Clowney on the D-line. Blake Quorum, super underrated running back. I don't think he gets enough spotlight on the, you know, the national stage. He's a Michigan commit. I think he's going to have a big-time year senior running back and uh you know St. Francis is loaded they're they're big on the offensive line and the defensive line too and I think that's where uh, the difference is going to be Miami Central they're going to have athletes man they always got big time playmakers you know Dalvin Cook James Cook sure they've had a bunch of studs come through there they got a couple of big time running backs again Keon Owens super underrated cat and then Amari Daniels too he's one of the best running backs in 2021 you got Petravis March taking over at quarterback and uh have fun. You get to go against St. Francis Academy for your first high school game starting. Yeah, no doubt about it. And St. If I'm not mistaken, they have a serious winning streak, right? St. Francis Academy. Aren't they on a yeah, series? 23 straight. Two, yeah, 23, 23 straight, straight going into the year. The last team that beat them was uh, IMG Academy in 2016. Wow. So St. Francis Academy, five-star defensive end, Chris Bradshaw, like you said, committed to Bama. They're loaded. They got Clowney's little cousin, and he doesn't want to be known as Clowney's little cousin anymore. Exactly. He wants to make a name for himself, but they play Miami Central team. Again, always loaded with talent. You know the guys. You know the games. Zach, give me a score. I think this is going to be a, a low-scoring game. I think both defense are going to find a way to, to create a couple of big, big turnovers, but uh, – I'm going to go St. Francis Academy 20 and Miami Central 17. Wow. I think it's going to be a close one. Might even see overtime in this one. Wow. Close and tight. Close and tight. Maybe a little overtime. St. Francis Academy, though, Zach Puff is picking you to survive in advance with that win streak, taking it to 24 straight. Let's move along, Zach. What else we got on the slate? Another one I'm looking forward to, man, is uh, another Florida game. You got Carroll City. They're the number 19 team in our top 25, and they're taking on Jalen Knighton at Deerfield Beach. That's going to be a big-time game on ESPN also on Saturday afternoon. I believe it's at 1 p.m. Pacific time. But uh, this is a big game for the Chiefs, man. Their their head coach announced about a few weeks ago he's going to, to join his former guy, Ice Harris and go on to college. So yep. they got a new coach stepping in, so it's going to be interesting to see how Carroll City does. But they got this cat, Ty Jones-Bell, man, Alabama commit. Yep. Definitely one of the best receivers in all of Florida. I think he's going to put on a show, and uh, I think Carroll City will find a way to win by a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, no, Carroll City, big-time big time squad. Deerfield Beach, 
you know, Jalen Knighton, you know, big time running back, right? Oh, he's so saucy. Yeah, he can go with anybody in the country. He just made a commitment, right, Zach? Where'd he commit to? Florida State, man. Florida State. He used to be at Oklahoma, but... uh... He's staying home, going to Florida State. That's a big time gift for the Knowles, for sure. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, this kid is 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 he's ready to eat right off the bat. I mean, he's slick, he's slippery, he can make people miss in a phone booth. Jalen Knight is a big time dude, but he's gonna face a tough, tough defense. And like you said, uh, you know, Deerfield, they might have a, a, t- a tough goal of it um, versus this Carroll City squad because Carroll City they're loaded with talent. Let's move and on. you know we got to talk. We yeah. got to talk DJ St. John Bosco and and Dematha too. Uh, Absolutely, that's, that's going to be a good one, man. Uh, I'm interested to see St. John Bosco's defense because you know they they lost you know pretty much their whole secondary, but I think these young dudes are are going to be ready to step up. I like James Smith a lot. I think he's a guy to you know obviously pay attention to, and the front seven's going to be solid, but. Their defense is only going to have to get a couple stops a game with the offense they got with DJ Uyunglele under center, Chris Hudson, straight savage man. That yep. kid, I, I love his attitude. He talks, he has fun, and he backs it up. And I think Bo Collins is going to have a breakout year, the twenty twenty one wide receiver for sure. And they got a big time offensive line too. You know, Drake Metcalf, he plays angry. No question. And, uh, uh, that's going to be a good matchup, man. Uh, Dematha's got a stud, Koziah Izzard on the D line. So that's going to be another big-time matchup. And you know the DMV area, man. They ain't afraid of any smoke, so they get to come out to SoCal opening week, play number three St. John Bosco and DJ Uwe Ungalele, who is the number one rated quarterback on 24-7 sports. And uh, it's going to be fun, man. I, I think Bosco is just a little too talented. But I tell you what, if Marshawn Lloyd has a big game for DeMatha, 2020 South Carolina commit, they're going to have a chance to, to pull the upset, too. We saw last year... You know, there were a couple games where St. John Bosco started a little slow, you know, especially that Jay Sarah game. So if that happens again against DeMatha, that's going to give the Stags a, a chance. But uh, I see kind of the same thing that happened to DeMatha to open the season last year when they went out to Aquinas and they got shut out 38 nothing. I think Bosco's going to find a way to win this one big. Oh, wow. That's – I don't know. I don't know. I got to disagree with you on that one, Zach. Okay. Um, I saw this Bosco team, yep, just the other day. They're very good. Don't get me wrong, but DeMatha, they're led by a senior laden off the line, led by mm-hmm. Golden Achumba, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, World Bowl All-Star. Penn State. Of course, yep, Penn State commit. Of course, Marshawn Loy, one of the top backs in America, no doubt about it. He can wiggle and jiggle and go once he hits it. On the outside, you could say good night. He's got great top end speed, but he's very low, built to the ground. He's powerful. He's got terrific contact balance. So you better be looking out for the running game for DeMatha. On the flip side of that, St. John Bosco, their defensive line, a little depleted from last year. No call, no Cole Aubrey, right? No Naeem Rahman. Kobe Pepe, a big time USC commit. Is on the nose. He is on the defensive tackle spot, but they got a lot of unproven guys up front that are going to need to kind of get their their feet wet versus an elite football team. And then what about the linebacker situation? They lost a bunch of guys, namely Raylan hey. Goforth, Spencer Lytle, yeah. off to college. But they get transfer, four-star commit, USC commit, Ma'a Gauteode, right? The younger brother of Pally EA. So he's, oh, he's in there. Sub, man. He's a yep. savage for sure. No question about it. So he's there, but he's only been there for a week or two. Is he acclimated? Does he know the system? Does he know his run fits? Can he play with discipline like it takes at this level of football? This ain't Nevada, right? You ain't in Las Vegas. This is big time, you know, DeMatha versus St. John Bosco. So it's going to be interesting. 
You taking upset? You know what? <laughs> I don't know if I'm taking upset. I'm just making an yeah, argument it's for the be math. Close. It might right be close. If, if, yeah. I think it's going to be a little closer than the experts think. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, I think, I'm going to say like 35-14, I think. But Okay. Well, you know, listen. DJ is pure in the pocket. If he mm-hmm. gets the protection, he can drop dimes like weight. Let's keep it a buck, right? Bo Collins is a five-star prospect. If you have him as a four-star, you're smoking, right? The kid <laughs> is legit. It's all of 6'3", with tremendous radius. He can go get it. He can he can get to the 12th floor, drop you off at the ninth floor, and say goodnight in the end zone, all right? Bo Collins is that type of guy. Chris Hudson is a dog, but don't forget about four-star Wide receiver prospect, Mr. Logan Lawyer, the transfer from Orange Lutheran, a big-time playmaker, lines up outside, lines up inside, can run the entire tree and make you look silly trying to guard him. You'll be sniffing daisies. He'll be catching and dancing in the end zone. Look out for Logan Lawyer to absolutely tear it up this year for Bosco with DJ throwing him the pill. But how about the sophomore running backs for Bosco? We're talking about Bates. We're talking about Speedy Luke. These guys can go. Legitimate sub-4-4 kids. They broke two long ones in the scrimmage versus Paramount. What do you think about that Bosco offense running the football to set up the pass? uh, First thing I got to say, if they call you speedy, you're, you're probably playing the right position if you're a running back. That no kid question. absolutely flies. Uh, I'm telling you, man, if Bosco can just mix it up, run the ball well, and throw the ball, they're going to be a tough team to beat because I think as the season goes, that defense is going to mesh a little bit, and they're going to get better as the season goes. If the offense can just carry them, run the ball effectively, as you mentioned, they got a couple of stud sophomore running backs. It'll make DJ's job a lot easier. Drake Metcalf's going to lead that offensive line. They got some dogs on the old line. Uh, this offense is, I mean, you can match them up with any offense in the country, I think. No question about it. I think that's where the game's going to lie. You talked a little bit earlier about playing in the trenches and dominate. Look at the offensive line at Bosco. They're big and they're physical, led by Drake Metcalf, the Hall of Fame World Bowl All-Star. But you better look out for left tackle, 2022 Ernest Green, all yeah. six foot three I think he might be the best. He yes. might be the baddest dude in 2022, man. That dude, he he's a grown man that's a sophomore. No question about it. He's a dog. You better look out for him at six foot three and a half, three hundred pounds. He's gonna eat. He's gonna eat all day. What about the big six foot six, three hundred forty pound guard, Maximus Gibbs, King Maximus? Let his presence be known in the scrimmage by putting people on the ground on a play in and play out basis. I think Bosco gets it done, but I think it's closer than the experts think. Bosco forty two. I think Dematha twenty seven. Forty two twenty seven. That's my call. I, yeah, I, I could definitely see that, a two-score game. Hey, like you said, man, DeMatha, they're good in the trenches. They're good on the O-line. Yes. I don't think people realize how good Marshawn Lloyd is, huh. too, because he's been a little banged up the last couple of seasons. Yeah. But we've seen when he's healthy, man. I mean, he single-handedly beat Gonzaga the first time they played. They eventually lost on a, a crazy hell Mary to Caleb Williams in the WCAC championship. But sure. in that first game, man, he was balling. He put on a show against good counsel. He, if he goes for 200 and a couple, they're they're going to have a chance to win for sure. South Carolina commit can go. You better mark it down. Marshawn Lloyd is the guy. He is a guy, the guy, and he's going to show up and show out. And, hey, he's uh, he's going to be uh, taking over our Instagram on Saturday, leading up to the game. So just ball uh, max preps on that for sure. Yeah, no question about it. We got any more left on the slate? Dude, I think we pretty much covered, man. We tackled five and uh, – 
you know, it's going to be nice, too, because we're just a week away from Texas, you know, starting things up. North Shore Katy going to be on ESPN next Thursday. Oh, yeah. And there's going to be some more games coming up. And, uh, you know, it's, it's go time, baby. I'm excited. No doubt about it. North Shore Katy next week. I'll be on the sideline for that one. What up, Zach Evans? That's my boy, oh, Zach. Demetrius Davis. He's the best running back in the country. No easy, doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Okay, I agree. Those are my guys. Big Zach, Demetrius Davis, Eric Banks, all those guys, all those guys over there. North Damian Shore, George, Corey, dude. Damian George, Corey Straight Flagg Jr. on the line. That offensive line is sick. Might be the biggest and nastiest offensive line, not just in Texas, but in high school football. For uh, sure. How about in college football? I think they, I think they compare <laughs> the college football offensive line. Too. All right. So you remember IMG? Maybe a couple years ago, yes. they 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 said their offensive line outweighed. I think it was like. 20 NFL teams. Right. I think we might need to bring that back with North Shore this year and go get some height measurements for these cats. <laughs> no doubt about it. Well, hey, Zach Puff, national, excuse me, Max Preps, national football editor. Man, I appreciate you joining the truth, man. Come back here, man. Let's do it again next week. You're talking about a national matchup show here on the truth. Coach Keith, Zach Puff doing it real big. Anytime, my man. Just hit me up. You got my number, baby. No doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate Zach for coming on and rocking what is here on The Transparent Truth. We've gone national, ladies and gentlemen. Please download, subscribe, and rate and comment on the show. We need everybody out there to jump on board with the number one high school football podcast in America, The Transparent Truth. Without further ado, there's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.